fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguadala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Steph injures an innocent. Pow ends up where he's meant. Embiid calls out his name. Awards won't look the same. As you embark on yet another week at the Astag Golfman NBA Podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We are back at it again with episode 14 of the season. And if you are an NBA fan, hit that like button and subscribe to the pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast at in the association this week. Ja Morant entered a counseling program in Florida and we await a timetable for his return. Fred Van Fleet ripped into the referees inviting a huge fine and Kyrie Irving went on Twitch to talk about kids mining cobalt in the Congo. Speaking of things not changing, I've got with me as always someone who understands Newton's first law better than the second. Someone who refuses to carry change in buses and someone who has not yet been to China. My coach is the Hey, yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? You haven't been to China, right? Depends if you think Hong Kong is part of China or not. Okay, that's not an issue we will pick up on this podcast. Uh, Jamarant, mm. like the timeline of what has happened, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like the entire internet called him out for being a fake thug, uh, for a, a shook one, right? Like that, you've seen that, we know that... Uh, Half a crooks, the Eminem eight mile song. I mean, that thing, like, it's it's sort of just sort of derailed the entire thing. Like, we were talking about Ja Moran for MVP, we were talking about Grizzlies being like this thing and that thing, and then Stephen Adams goes down, and then that Brandon Clark goes down. Ja Moran starts uh, opening his mouth, saying all these gangster things, and not a single person is afraid of Ja the gangster. He goes and beats up 17-year-old kids, spends his money on strip club, which is fine. I mean, you know, you have $200 million That's coming fine. your way, which is fine. But now he has gone for counseling in the worst state possible, the state of Florida. I mean, who goes to Florida for mental health counseling is what I absolutely don't understand. Uh, I mean, can, can you make some sense of this thing, this entire saga, like for our viewers and for me? Yeah, well. I mean, it's 23 um you know suddenly he's been famous number one player on the team you know team's doing really well made a lot of money all-star all nba NBA. all-star everything all nba you know like i guess you know he he couldn't handle a little bit of the fame uh and not in a bad way i feel like you know when you get rich and famous you are surrounded you know this better than anyone it's like you get surrounded by people who want to be, a, who want to like use a little bit latch of that, okay. latch on to it. And so you basically create a group of people who you really cannot trust. Like, you know, they are, they are there with you because you're famous and you're rich. And that as soon as all those things will go away, they'll sort of abandon you. And that creates a sense of like, who are my real friends? And that's why I think even in the strip club, I don't know if you read the reports, he only came with one guy. It was just two people. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't like a passe, like not a passe. Is it called a passe? Posse. Posse. Posse, posse. Yeah. Because I was also surprised that only two people came because generally like these kind of events, like you go with your whole friends, you know, yeah, like everyone's like kind of, I mean, I've done that a couple of times, you know, I've been up, I've not, I've been the posse, <laughs> not the, not the main person. 
and it's great to be the posse because like free food free drink entourage i think they call it entourage posse is entourage like, yeah yeah entourage like loading and loading yeah the entourage yeah you know i've been a part of like two or three entourages and it's really good because like you you get to go places and you really don't have to do anything for it you know get women and everything so i think that uh, but it's really bad for the main person because honestly like the people that i i was like in the entourage for like i really didn't care about the guy like i was just there to have a good time were you like, that person's uh, friend or were you a friend's friend i was a friend's friend ah so i didn't even know like the main guy anyway the point being that that's basically what it is and you know when you're 23 man like now i can't even imagine what i was when i was 23 i know when you were 23 you were putting up videos of you brushing your teeth with glasses hey oh shades that was uh one of those things <laughs> i could have been one of those guys you that's why i thought you would be like such a perfect reels person but i don't know what happened to you so why you aren't it also really felt like with the grizzlies like they were close knit but i don't think i think like ja was kind of separate like i didn't feel like he was sort of he was the leader but he wasn't I don't know. I just I always felt like the Grizzlies had, didn't have the kind of chemistry that you would imagine they would have. Um and once success comes like everybody thinks they are the reason for the success. Yeah. Right. That's true. It's all and so, you know, I guess he was just I was in a bad state of mind and this is the era of mental uh, problems, brother. Mental health. Yeah, uh, I I think I, I don't know if it was Damascus cousins or someone who said that this would have never happened in the old age in the on the old times when every locker room had like a couple of hard nosed veterans oh that that is that is complete complete bs they've been like alan iverson was such a was had all these like people who were veterans and he kind of screwed up like uh, you know what's his name um, letra spreewell spreewell also is there and the guy who took like who took a gun into the locker room what's his name ah the gilbert lefty lefty gilbert arenas and they all had uh, veterans in the locker room it's just that when you are very good you get you're young you, you get famous you just think you're like the shit you know like everyone treats you like oh wow you're like amazing in my opinion jamorant there's no need for him to show this fake aggression because he's one of those few superstars who doesn't have a lot of those blooper reels on the internet like everything about him is all about these crazy blocks and these amazing dunks and missed dunks which are just as gangster and the team like going up against the warriors and talking a lot of like there is he it, it almost seems like the reason somebody would pick up a persona of a gangster is to show people that hey don't mess with me but nobody has really messed with him in any way like he's been above all the all of his peers like on in that draft class isn't he the same zion draft class hmm like he is above all of them like he is clearly the number one person in yes, that draft yes, class like no, yes. and even preceding draft classes he is like the most amazing player that has come out of that group right so uh, it's this i can understand fake toughness especially when you feel that you're being attacked which is a very natural reaction of anybody's right like even in school you would have okay so you, 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 your 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 question is like why is he trying to be a fake gangster I, or what is I, I i don't i don't think any one of us can answer that question but that is my concern that i don't think it's like what is there for but i don't to, think i don't like, think he's being a anyone. fake gangster or whatever i just think that see if there was no ig live like like even like if you look at the pistol that he was branding he was like this small man it wasn't yeah, like 
you know which which is very common in the us like old women carry that kind of pistol like it's not no it's just it's a fact it's yeah. a fact i i feel like this him showing a gun in the ig live has been like you can show a gun in ig live what's the big deal no but i think that led to i, I feel that this is one of those michael jordan sort of situations where they banned him for gambling but there was actually something much deeper going i mean they they sort of made him retire but the like you know the conspiracy theory is that he had this, like, hey this is a conspiracy theory this nothing has been proven about the fact that that's what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying so the nba fine for bringing a gun onto the into the locker room or onto the team plane is like a 50 game suspension so instead of going down that route they just decided see this is not a good look for the league jazz one of the best top top 10 players in the league easily one of the top 5 young players in the league very very easy okay ha huh, get it ha huh? okay so is a good player of, okay next instead of instead of suspending <laughs> a is a top 5 <laughs> instead of suspending a 50 games which means the rest of the play, uh, regular season the playoffs and then uh, possibly 30 games in the next season as well instead of doing that we'll just ignore that situation and say that he has to go for mental health counseling in florida and then we'll forget about the entire situation i i think you are looking one is this idea that We, the, we as outsiders think florida is this crazy place florida is a very normal place It's there are some place. like there are there some are, outliers uh, here and there like you like, type you know, florida man and type a year you will get a crazy article about that florida man. yes there are but though, that doesn't mean the entire state is like just crazy people but florida is not even known for being like a mental health uh, uh, like a like a place it's known for being how a do you know place. that because florida has ron desantis right he is uh, on a out to ban all these drag queens and he is out to uh, ban disney world and all that sort of thing do you read the news there yeah but that has nothing to do with having good medical facility like uh, mental facilities like uh, florida is one I of the never... best like old, old care system old care old, people old, care really jamorant is hardly old <laughs> my point was that 50 game suspension is a lot So instead of that, they said he will go for mental counseling and then he'll come back. That's what he said. And ah, that is fine. Him. Okay, that, that that is possible. The problem is that he has a problem. For some reason, yes. he wants to show that he's gangster. For some reason, he wants to yes. show everyone that he is much much more dangerous than he is and all that. No, I no, yeah. I I just don't think that's true. I just think that he was having a good time and he just he just happened to show a gun. But it's video. not. They didn't. They did not fire him for the gun. The gun had implications that he got the gun because they were not in Memphis. He had with like, it's not the gun right, which was right, the problem. Right. Right. Okay. No. No. That's fine. You're right. That that there the the NBA instead of get basically the fact that he had a gun there meant that he carried the gun with him yes. into. Well, he do, could, did not have to carry it into the NBA premises. He could have kept it's it. It's not about his... NBA premises. Even team premises, team hotel, flight, team flight. You cannot. You oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So the fine for any of that thing, all of that things is fifty games. That's what I I've understood from my understanding. Okay. I just thought it's things. you cannot get it into the locker room and, and the game arena. I think you can, if you want for your safety, you can keep it in your hotel room or whatever. But like you can't I, bring it into the no. arena. No, no, I don't think so. I think they have like security guards. Because I, I don't think that the NBA has any jurisdiction as such of a player outside no, the arena, and they can't. I that's what I feel because players can do whatever they want outside the arena. But no, but as long as they are arena. part of a team, 
then they are part of the as if they are, are not playing and they are not part of the team premises and all it's fine but that team premises is nba property nba has to correct, protect correct. those places okay. yeah all of those have like uh, clear rules okay like okay I mean, it's, it's, it's. I don't know. I think we are both. Uh, we are both. Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I know. I, 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 I'm not pulling this out of my ass. Okay, okay. We'll see. It we'll find out. Like <laughs> there will be. There will be. A, there will be. What there is will it? Be a, <laughs> a fact checker, an instant fact checker. But what? What? What do you think about? Will Jamoran be back for the playoffs? What? What will their condition be while going into the playoffs? will uh, Draymond Green invite Dylan Brooks onto his podcast all these main questions what do, what do you think of that I mean I I think Josh should be back before the playoffs because nothing is really wrong with the guy like he's just going through a tough time and he just needs to go in be an adult clear his head out and just say okay like you know I got I got if I can't play basketball then I can't do anything like I can't be rich and I can't do this Yeah, I just have to create a podcast like Gilbert Arenas, you know. Because at one point Gilbert Arenas was the highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he just has to I just think I also think his father needs to really calm down. Hmm. Like sometimes I think like if you have like parents who are like just too involved and <laughs> like why why does his father have to pick up a fight with Shannon Sharp? <laughs> like just you know enjoy enjoy watching your kid play, you know, like support him. But like what's this and like you know he tries to be usher fake usher you know like it's just <laughs> i i feel like his he father is also like kind of like like i think i remember there's also like this video of like jamorant having a good time in his like house and with his father and like strippers so like he his father and strippers it just seems like a little sus we need yeah. we'll take a short pit stop and we'll talk about oh. uh, one of your favorite big men of all time extremely loyal no not not my not, not, not one of my favorite no no is not but because not. of his he's not no he's not but still anyway but uh, we will still spend like 5 i think on. he is your favorite big man because you have been pushing this agenda of i want to talk about pogasol for a while so <laughs> i just Pogasol, i just feel like put any post of pogasol we will not do anything of pogasol and pogasol getting your uh, re- jersey retired by the lakers is a huge deal in the nba he goes right next to kobe number 16 hanging up in the rafters right next to kobe emotional moment for him uh, probably the probably the last great laker in such terms he comes into the lake show as a trade between mark gasol and paul gasol from the grizzlies immediately makes a big impact he's a big man with handles mid range is smooth is a passing big man he got his ass handed to him by kg in the 2008 final but came back in the 2010 finals gave it back to him uh, all like he's the only player like you always like to mention he's the only player in the nba finals with the highest win shares who did not get the finals mvp yes. so i mean you know like but that's just because i was just wanted to dis- disregard uh, kobe bryant <laughs> But that is a number, as we can. And numbers don't lie. That is a number. Num- and yeah, and yeah. in that game seven, he was monumental. What? Uh, Absolutely. 18.16 rebounds, some block shots, some crazy like double clutch shots and all that. Like in a game where Kobe shot six for twenty-four, like that is insane. What he did. Uh, you know, yeah. Talk to our audience about Paul Gasol. Your impressions of him. I think Paul Gasol is your. your uh, if you had to like create a a big man who is uh, your second best player it would be pogasol 
maybe you could add a little bit of defense to him but other than that i think he was very very good uh he could play in slightly outside also um worked well with kobe because he was kind of like i would say in in today's terms a beta male <laughs> yeah and uh, which which i think is not there's nothing wrong about it i think that certain certain roles there are certain bad. roles that have to be filled i mean that's basketball for you it's not golf it's not you know tennis yeah yeah i mean i it's like i, I was just thinking about that today is just like think um like clay thompson mm. right now when steph curry went out and clay thompson came back like he was scoring like i think he, he had a 15 game stretch where he was averaging like 28 something something and just making like i think he basically dragged the golden state warriors into the uh playoffs uh, before steph came in and now they're losing games and they won a game again today or yesterday <clears throat> we scored 38 versus the box i think yeah No, today was uh, uh, the Suns, Phoenix Suns. Right now, it's kind of very similar to Paul Gasol. Like, like if you stretch up Clay Thompson and like make him a post player, he's Paul Gasol. It's like he's really good at what he does, but he's also not like he he doesn't take up too much of like mental space of like having to deal with another uh, ego. Ego. right That's and when when you have too many egos that you have to deal with on a, on an everyday basis i think generally teams crumble mm-hmm. right you need to have ideally and that big ego is called the alpha for whatever reason i don't think that's necessarily just called an egotistical person or a narcissistic person it's not really called an alpha all right like a lot of alpha players are quiet hashtag #tim duncan hashtag #hakeem Um, hmm. #Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> you got my hashtag. So the, you don't have to be, you know, and like there are some really shitty players who are extremely egotistical, like Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks, uh, what's his name, Patrick Beverly. Uh, you know, all these people. No, zero talent, all talk, just heart. Too much heart, one would say, right? So. Um, okay. Let's come back to Paul Gasol. Anyway, coming coming to Paul Gasol. Coming to the point I'm trying to make is that Kobe Bryant was a massively egotistical person, extremely selfish and extremely self-centered. We all know this. And it would be impossible for him to coexist with any other player with the kind of talent that Paul Gasol has because generally a person with that kind of talent has a massive ego. Yeah. and so it was a blessing for kobe bryant that he got a player of that caliber at that point of time where even kobe was like getting to a stage where he understood the role he needed to make him better and also he was also becoming a really good player at that point of time in terms of his offensive abilities had really improved and he had become like i think the best version like you know 2006 7 8 9 10 were his best versions in terms of his ability to score and uh, you know i think one would say that pogasol was the reason they won the championships uh, because he was very important he yeah. was very useful especially for the second championship because the first championship let's be honest orlando magic just like you know said oh take us you know in the finals and uh, 
you know the first two games were competitive with Orlando Magic and then after that it was just like a they just rolled through um, yeah i mean Orlando Magic is one of those uh, three point shooting teams so they sort of yeah. like you can always figure out them in the playoffs so the 2010 the 2010 finals sorry Celtics. 2010 finals 10 finals against the Celtics, Celtics was where you which went to seven okay. games very close final meta world piece put back uh, sorry not put back uh, three pointer three pointer over you know, ps yeah ops that series bogasol was absolutely a beast yeah. every game he bought it um, and the celtics were very very strong inside defensively and offensively with kg and I think Rashid Wallace, Wallace was in there. All of, yeah, it was like a very yeah. big team. Kendrick Perkins, yeah. Big Baby, uh, what's yeah, that? Posey. All of these are big, big, big players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know, Paul Gasol and and the Lakers were also very big. They had Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Bynum. and Lamar Odom. Odom. So yeah. like three seven footers. So it's not like you know they were a scrub. Um, so but I think Paul Gasol really sh- really. Sh- shined in that series and uh, should have been the finals mvp yeah and uh, should have been finals mvp okay that's i don't think anybody would have voted for him. but he should have been uh vinit our last topic for the day before we do the fan thing our mvp voting we talked a bit about it and uh, people were like oh my god this is mvp why we talked about jokic we should talk about yanis why we talking about yanis we should talk about mvp why we talking about mvp we should talk about Steph Curry. I was only one person. Shout out to Bob Jot. Uh, still <laughs> calling out Steph for MVP. But uh, jokes apart, I it, I think for the for a while it's been a three man race. Even last year I think it was a three man race. Giannis, Jokic, Embiid. They say the big man has gone out of the game, but for the last two years, the only MVP talk is between these three big big men. I'm calling Giannis also big man, even though he's a little bit more a different sort of big man. any change in your opinion uh, about jokic being the mvp at this point of time in the <clears throat> no i mean i have no change in my opinion i feel like there is a lot of discussion around what an mvp is right and what is the criterion of an mvp and yeah. you know all kendrick perkins is asking all these insinuating all these things about race and but not really he's like oh i did say it but uh, i <laughs> you i sort of meant it <laughs> sort of meant so like so unethical and hypocritical it's just like some i feel like i really felt bad that we are at this stage you know if of our evolution talking about this stuff um especially in the nba which is such a progressive league mm-hmm. uh and first take which is such a like i wouldn't say it's like a very intelligent show but it is the show right it's the yeah. it's the first take it's the first mm-hmm. take after which we all have takes we have <laughs> we takes of the first take there's first take and everything else is between everything in between right so i was a little disappointed that they gave him more air time like he came and he said what he had to say and then he should have been like all right like perkins like ye sab nahi chalega <laughs> bye bye but ye nahi this is people know like they, get him get ready let's talk about this let's do this whole thing and listen i think it is a three man race even last year i think we discussed this yeah. any of these three that win you can't you can't take away that they shouldn't have won it there is no like no bad choice among the three yeah right 
now depending on your taste depending on what you believe matters more is more useful is more valuable you can choose who you think is more valuable but there is no clear like there's no i wouldn't say that there is um there's any loser if anyone you know doesn't win i feel like i think all three deserve it very and it's been i don't think there has been such a close race other than the harden and russell westbrook race it was there when russell westbrook won mm-hmm. because just because you had the triple double um so for me i i look at always um uh, like i i enjoy basketball as a team sport and so for mm-hmm. me it's like which player makes everybody better in some way and is also winning games and i think jokic yes. does that better than all the other better than the other two right like jokic is a floor raiser you, you think yeah jokic is a floor raiser okay got it yes correct jokic is is the best floor raiser i think in the nba right now other than lebron who is not He's old the yes. lebron anymore we we we've not used these uh, words in a long time so just for people listening what is your definition of a floor raiser and a ceiling raiser if you could tell okay so a floor raiser is is, is a player who will guarantee because he's so good in either getting everybody involved or in uh, being unselfish that he or has the iq where he can sort of give you 50 wins minimum yeah so these are like team dunker he goes into a team and the team which won wins 20 team, games in the season becomes 20 games and suddenly won 50 games right yeah so these are like you know the lebrons the magic johnson uh, tim duncans dirk nowitzkis kd's uh, mm. like you put kd in any team it's going to win 50 games like he's just going to yeah. come and win you 50 games correct so uh, and then there are the ceiling raises which is like if you have a competent team and you suddenly put this person into it it goes from like a 40 45 win game to a 60 65 win game and this person has the ability to you know be clutch you know score 50 points in a game these are like the damian lillards the steph currys the kyrie irvings um who else joel embiid yanis jason tatum yes, um yeah. these guys so that's why the the golden state warriors is such a potent thing is because you had the best like uh, floor raiser in kevin durant and then you had like the best ceiling raiser in steph curry and it was just like whoa you know it's like you never have that combination ever so for me that's what make makes jokic uh, the mvp which is the most valuable player for their team and if you take off jokic from the nuggets embiid from the sixers and yanis from the bucks i think the nuggets are the worst team because the nuggets only perform the way they perform because jokic makes them perform the way they perform Yeah, absolutely. He's like almost and exactly so, like LeBron that way. A- apart from being very shit at defense and not being very athletic, but apart from that, he just takes elevates yeah. everybody. Like you could put we we've talked about this, like you could put LeBron in a team with Ashwin and Vinny and like we could still get some buckets. We could yeah. score like 10-15 points. You just have to run and then Oh, easy, easy, easy. 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 We we we, we, we would reach we would reach the finals in the Eastern Conference. I mean, we have you did. seen? I mean, they <laughs> have you have you seen that one? SNL, SNL skit about SNL LeBron. <laughs> so yeah, so that for me, that makes Jokic the MVP. Also, Jokic has played more games. Um, he he's the only player in the Western Conference, which 
is means a lot because yeah. they play more games against other western conference player teams okay. so his his record may be the same as or better than the uh, better it's, than uh, philly's record but he Philly his team has bucks yeah but his team has played better teams um so in that sense i think jokic deserves it now embiid's been playing amazing but embiid's played lesser games his team has james harden former M- mvp like great scorer like you know amazing player. Guy. Like, i Easy feel like i feel like yeah today i will have 21 assists yes 21 assists yeah so that, that's my thing is like you take out those players from the team and whichever team plays really bad is the worst team then that guy is the most valuable team of that te- of that play of that team and if that team is performing really well then he has to be the mvp in my and all advanced stats everything and all that actually favor jokic so forget the advanced stats so like then you're like even if you forget the advanced stats right if you just look mm-hmm. at it from a most I mean, valuable I, I, think, player. I, think, I think i think this happens right like whenever we talk about the mvp race there is a initial first wave of mvp it's like oh oh my god in the first five games he has jason amazing tatum, yeah, yeah. Huh, like jason tatum comes into that category where in that first 10 15 games the celtics were just absolutely killing everybody uh, on that run and people were like jason tatum for mvp and then sort of he sort of tapered off and then uh, again having jalen brown in that team is also not a contributor not in his favor but, yeah but so sort of like you know it sort of brings down his claim as the best player on the best team even though he might be yes. but numbers wise but the difference is like sort of you know uh, negligible very little between yeah. those two and then you have an embiid who and then middle of the season right next to all star where people are like okay what do we talk about now and then somebody is like okay jokic who is two time mvp and still not playing at a lower clip than last time his team is winning more this time Uh, his team the the people that they have brought in are also not that great that you can be like oh my god this is why they are getting better there is no other particular reason apart from that uh, like you know the old heads have come back the old the same people who were there before have come back it's not like some superstar has come back right and then mm. you have an embiid who towards the end of the season people like we need at least one more name that we can put into the mix throw into the mix yeah and then it's interesting performs a performs great he hits uh, shots which don't count and then he hits fadeaways and then he puts up big numbers and people like suddenly oh my god this 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 and that's how the narrative is built right like you can't otherwise yeah, if yeah. there was a single number to quantify the mvp chances then you you would not have any sort of discussion you'd be like okay this man is 45.6 hence he is winning this man has 45.2 hence he is not winning right but, uh, but i feel i feel uh, i feel i think i don't think jokic <laughs> I don't think Jokic deserves to give the people what they want Ashwin. What's all this like? Jokic deserves to win this award three times in a row. This is absolutely ah. ridiculous. This man can't play defense. He can't take his team into the finals. I I a team further into the playoffs. I don't think that anybody should be getting I I'm not saying he was not the best player two years ago. I'm not even saying that he was not the best player. But when it comes to three times that is a very special sort of like a like a rarefied air where you put people who are three time mvps and they are like champions and they are like absolutely have revolutionized the game and this and that and that. i don't think jokic has revolutionized the game i think he's a very very good player without him absolutely the nuggets are uh, probably right below portland in the trading i don't think they have any chance without him the entire offense runs through him he does this he does that he doesn't talk much he he's like exact i when i see him i'm like okay this is what we need loves in a basketball player a person who has absolutely no emotions and he just wants to win play winning basketball and that's exactly what it does but i 
refuse to believe that he is he should be in the conversation of three time mvp that's that's my only point like i did did lebron win okay. three in a row if lebron did not win three in a row there is no reason why jokic should win three in a row that's my thing even though sad well, i think the, the only two people who have won three in a row is larry bird and uh, magic johnson magic and i think johnson. i think and i think nikola jokic is a prototype of those two players no i don't he know. exactly like both magic johnson and larry bird really elevate their team great at like finding the uh, like a great passer a great uh, offense creator mm-hmm. you know amazing in offense i mean i don't think magic was that great in offense as much as bird was bird was a better scorer and i think jokic is a better scorer than all three all magic and larry bird i mean that's just a product of the times that we're living in there's a lot more scoring happening now i yeah, don't think yeah. that no but, but jokic I, is a is a great three point shooter great post player great mid range it's not a what great three point shooter on that he's a decent shooter he doesn't take that many three points i'm very for sure. a big man let me let me pull up these numbers what are these okay this year is 40% three point shooters yeah he's what does you want from a big man but, and but, he shoots a lot I mean, also no he doesn't he takes uh, two shots a game and he makes one of them two shots more i usually ah. usually i mean it seems like it takes usually yeah. i'll tell you exactly see the game is like taking more on, than two. on average he shoots 2.2 three point shots in a game and he makes 0.9 of them uh, that's a very small sample size i don't think it should be okay, good right. how much does how, how much does mb take i think mb maybe takes more he fakes a lot more threes though he takes three three pointers okay and makes 1.1 of them okay. sort of same only none of these people are setting this league on fire anyway, my my point is that it's not like the ga- the mvp trophy no, since but, but the best year no no but the, the, your your argument i don't think your narrative is strong enough for him to win it three times in a row that's my point he is not a great yeah, defender that's not, he's that's not, not why you should not trophy. give somebody an award yes that's exactly why you should not give it to because they have not given it to lebron also three years in a row if, if lebron is not winning it three years no then there is no reason on earth that nikola jokic should be winning yeah because there was another player who played really well No, no, no. Who was uh, playing really well in that uh, second year? KD. KD had a phenomenal what? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve year. Yeah, twenty twelve year. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the year that uh, KD won, which was like the break. LeBron yeah. won, I think. Uh, and then one was Rose. Then it was a Rose season. Twenty nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. LeBron won. Twenty eleven, Rose then won. Then Rose then, won. Uh, then this guy won. KD uh, won. Then KD won. Uh, Le- LeBron won to- twice. And then Curry was. Then Curry, correct. So I, you could, I don't think. Yeah. I think. I think the MVP. My point is not about whether Jokic is great. I think Giannis is a much better player this year. He is a much better player on both sides of the four floor. I think he is a. I don't think he is a floor raiser, but I think he is a much better player than Jokic. And I think that is what the MVP should be about. I think your Giannis is going to win this. I think he, Embiid is going to win because. I think Giannis is going to win it. No, no, I don't think Giannis is going to win it. I feel it's going to be between Embiid and Jokic. No, no, Embiid. I, no, I think I Embiid think every year, if every I, year he comes into the talk and he never wins. No, the, but that's the reason why he'll win it this year. I, I feel that last year also I felt like he would win it because the conversation had started off like, oh, Embiid should win Embiid, and then the mistake Embiid did was he cried for it. and then everyone was like ah we can't give it to this person who's going to cry for the award you know like if you would just shut up and let the narrative yeah. run its course yeah. i think he would have won it last year yeah he could have he could have won it and sure. i and i think that's what he's doing this year he realized his mistake last year this mm. year he shut his mouth he's just playing good basketball like he was in the in the end of the season 
He's winning games. And now the narrative has completely switched from Jokic to Embiid because of what uh, Perkins said. Now, now anyone who who supports Jokic is a racist. <laughs> you know, like he's like what that's that's the thing Perkins has done now, and that's yeah. that's the problem. It's like you sh- he, when, once you shine the light at something, hmm. right? Whether or not that's right or wrong, right? Suddenly it becomes a factor. Well, well, we will we will ask our knowledgeable audience about this thing. Speaking of the audience. We have got a bunch of questions that we asked for uh, review and uh, Rudra Mod 2006, the whole Jamoran situation review, we already sort of did that. So, uh, thanks anyways. Um, Ishan talks about the Joker Embiid uh, MVP versus when the real one is Yanis. Uh, we've talked about that also. Uh, Aditya asks about chance of the King ma- Kings making it out of the West. We'll, we'll, we'll do this very short instead of like a long-winded answer. What are the chances of the No, but we did, not, we, did not, we, we did not answer why Yanis is not like a front runner. So, uh, huh. for me, the reason why Yanis is not a front runner is that the okay. Bucks are a very good team without him, anyways. No, I, I don't I, think they're a very good team. They, 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 Yanis the, has the, not played. Yeah, I, I don't think so. They're, they're not a very good team. Might be a decent not a, team, yes. like a mid level. Of, of all the three teams, actually, of all the teams, the Sixers probably are the best because yeah, they're Harden. Correct. Then is the, then is the Bucks and then is the Nuggets. Ah, that's not really saying much. There's only no. three teams. Somebody yeah, that's not saying much. Yeah, that's not. That's not, <laughs> not, not. Not. No. 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 New ground has been dug <laughs> in this by that statement. Okay. Okay. We need. We just gonna uh, quickly answer. Okay. So Bhavjot asks if the Lakers qualify for the playoffs, how far are they going? What is your feeling? Uh, depends if LeBron's back or not. And let's uh, say LeBron is back. Let's say LeBron is back because so now it'll be LeBron, AD, and all the young boys. I think they can, if they get the Grizzlies or the Kings, they can win the first round. Grizzlies or the Kings, okay. All right. So, you're saying first round, not the second round? No, second round will be too difficult. You know, Mavs, Suns, uh, Warriors, Hilti, Warriors Nuggets. Uh, Clippers, hmm. Nuggets, no, no chance. Okay, so first round. Okay, the uh, chance of the Kings making it out of the West. Now, you, from the beginning of the season, have been a Kings denier, whereas I have been a Kings acceptor. First of all, you totally lucked out on that. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> no, You're no, telling no. me you 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 were predicting no, Sacramento no, 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 Kings no, no, to be number two in the West. Is that what your prediction no, was? No, that is not the point. I said very clearly that they will have a lot of more wins than the Lakers. And you said, uh, I don't think so. We will pull Big, back. I said, I said, back. I don't have very uh, archive. Very, no, this is archive. Very clearly I said. Uh, if AD, LeBron, and the old Westbrook, who's not in the team anymore, play 60 games together. Uh, no, no, nothing. They, no, no, will, no, they will have no, more no, wins than no, the Sacramento guy. And that did not no, happen. No, okay, so, that's uh, You please answer Aditya's question. Chances of the Kings making it out of the West? Out of the West? Very, very less. Chances of getting into the finals? Pretty good. As in Western Conference Finals? Hmm. I, I think they are probably like a first round win. They'll win their first round. I think they will lose the second round. Yeah. But even I, though I, mean, I, I, I love watching this, DRN Fox in the fourth quarter just becomes a different person. He just goes mid range, boom. Goes layup, good. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can do anything about him. That one uh, is, uh, is a good player. I don't know. I don't remember what our discussion was about the Tyrese Halliburton trade. Uh, but I pretty much remember that I said that the Kings were the winner because they got Sabonis and Sabonis and Fox will work much better than whatever works in the Pacers because 
that was my thing I, i think you said both of them sort of even out because yeah both, both of them won both of them even out but i feel like sabonis and sabonis is a better fit in the kings than he was in the pacers these are just words coming out of your mouth now i don't remember anything anyway we move on okay ritwik asks should the nba give an edge to joel embiid in the mvp race due to him being a two way player he is not a two way player let's <gasps> just just uh, he's just what? not a two way player what he's are you not. saying he's a beautiful he, listen, defender and a beautiful he, offender he is a good he's a good defensive player he's a good defensive player uh, but he is not like he's not like tim duncan all right he's not like hakeem he's not uh, I mean, i'll throw you he's not rudy gobert on the defensive side on is the defensive rudy is really good uh. no on defense yeah he's really good like so he's not like I feel like when you say two way player you have to put a, put some respect to the defense. You should just because he plays above average like people say KD is such a great two way player. No, KD just does what is required on a defensive. Of a He's not like uh, of a 7 foot guy, he just does that. Like you have to be a good, like Kawhi Leonard is a two way player. Paul George when he was young, two way player. You know like Klay Thompson when he had his legs, two way player. Klay Thompson. Yes. I'm just saying Yeah. No, Kawhi Leonard is only when required. When required, he can stop Luka, shut him down, send him to uh, Estonia, wherever he came from. Say bye, bye, see you. Take, take it and go. Um, so anyway, the point being that Joel Embiid does what is required and expected of him as a seven-footer, uh, but he is not an exceptionally good defensive player. Yanis is a very good defensive player. What I'm saying is that he he does his defensive responsibilities. He's he's not a James Harden, he's not a Russell Westbrook, he's not a let's say even like uh like he if you if you compare is if you compare him to a guard, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example. Jokic is like Kyrie on defense and Embiid is like Steph Curry. Would you say Steph Curry is great at defense? No. But he does what he has to do. Hmm. he will he will sit on the rotations he will rotate properly he will show his hands he will do everything carry won't do anything same with jokic jokic won't like go and uh, he won't do any uh, stuff yeah so okay. this, that's okay. the difference so so you don't think that he's a two way player you just think that he is doing what he is uh, capable of doing because he's a center and he stands right there and puts his hand up and that's what he does exactly uh wasist somia asks should jokic still be mvp and does yanis deserve the mvp considering the seeding and this defensive prowess either i think we've already talked about yeah, that yeah uh, so jokic while playing at an all time great level is not an elite defensive player like embiid and yanis so we already ex- yeah, sort of give a beautiful colorful example of that Ash- ashu lmt asks can warriors win the title again yeah can they win it yeah <laughs> like anyone can win the title. Yeah, not anyone can. Win. Okay, Oklahoma City Thunder is not going to win. Warriors are, yeah, I, I think true. Warriors are I mean I let, yeah, let me Yeah, any, anyone anyone who's I, I in the Warriors, yeah, I mean you have Steph and Clay, Steph and Clay. Steph and Clay and Draymond is there means uh, and Jordan Poole oh. and, uh, and 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 nobody. And otherwise they just like their offense is their best. They will really miss they they, 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 Yeah, but they will really miss uh, this guy. Wiggins. Wiggins. Wiggins uh, is again like a little defensively. Defensively, huh? No, the, he'll, he'll be back really for the playoffs. Wiggins, I, think. I think he'll be back for the playoffs, and I think that's what's Maybe. missing. Yeah, he is a big impact on that end. 
Yeah. So just like last year, because like Igudala is gone, there is no Igudala. Igudala used to be their, yeah, you know, like wing defender along old. with Clay. Now he's just forty uh, years old. Clay is also gone. Clay is not a defender anymore. Hmm. Igudala is also gone. So that you need, you need pool won't defend for whatever. You know, so they they have no wing defenders at all. Okay, we have got uh, three questions from Pratham. One is where does Steph rank all time? Which uh, you can catch our older episodes for that. Can the Warriors win this Top year? Which you can. Top ten, top ten. No, I, I don't. But he is. I mean, yeah, for me, it was like nine to twelve. Nine to twelve. Nine to twelve. Good one. And the third question is, can I join the panel? The third no. one is no. But the <laughs> first. You can join the live when we have it. Uh, and, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's all the time we have. We have this is like a one hour fifteen minute episode, which is not ideal. But I think we'll figure it out. We'll sort of cut it down. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. <laughs> We'll catch you again for the next episode. Till then, like, share, subscribe, do all that jazz. And uh, till the next episode, we need to say bye bye. See you guys. Bye bye.